everybody, Daniel Ramsey here with Scale the Podcast. Today, I've got a good friend here. He is your real estate marketing dude, Mike. What's happening, dude? What's up, dude? Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. That's so funny. I love your brand. I've always, you launched almost three years ago when I saw you do it, you do it with video, you know, exactly how to connect with people. And I'm just happy to have you here on our podcast because we're going to dive deep into how people can get eyeballs on their website. So that's what we're up to today. So Mike, let's give everybody a little bit of a backstory for your company, how you got started and kind of bring them up to speed with who you are. Sure. Um, my name is Mike Cuevas. I sold real estate in Chicago for 17, 18 years. Uh, four or five years ago, I had a midlife crisis and just said, get the hell out of here. I got so sick of selling real estate, but I was always really good at marketing it. I just didn't want to work at weekends anymore. So I moved out to San Diego and I had a pod, I've had a podcast for like four or five years. And um, I've always understood the concept of building an audience. So before I had a product to monetize, I launched a podcast because I knew I was going to get out of the real estate. So I had, I created content for two years to build a brand before I made my exit. Um, today, um, once I got here, we just sort of figured it out. I know quite what we're going to do, but um, I do know that we were doing something with content creation and we ended up creating um, like a done for you video marketing thing where we script, edit and distribute people's content for them, um, mainly in the real estate industry, but all across all fronts and all boards, it's the same process. Um, so we basically build, a video marketing strategy for people specific to their brand and audience. And then we fulfill the back end and make sure everyone in their realm um, knows who they are. Um, this whole uh, real estate or whatever it is, uh, lead generation, there's, here's where people are, I, the big differentiator, there's advertising and then there's marketing and there's a complete difference between the two. Unfortunately, everyone's trying to put them in the same bucket. And what we do is more on the marketing end. We're not doing lead generation. And if, if, if you approach video like, oh, it's going to generate leads, you're already going to lose because you're trying to sell the entire time. Um, when you just approach video and create value and create content, you'll start attracting business. And um, every business, regardless of what you're in, has to have a consistent presence. If not, you get cheated on by your competition. It doesn't matter what business we're in. That's why Bed Bath & Beyond uh, sends me 20% off coupons every other day that I refuse to put in the trash. Um, you have to stay in front of your competition. You have to stay or in front of your business. And specifically in real estate or any local business that's referral based, that business is past customers and clients, friends and family. That, that's who has the ability to refer you business, which is the number one source. Yep. Okay. So we, we start off thinking that this is going to be a branding video conversation, but you just dropped something that I think is really important because most entrepreneurs and small business owners, one of the struggles, they're really good salespeople or they're really good at systems, but they don't know how to build an audience. And you said you were really good at building an audience. So let's walk through like, what's, what's your secret sauce? How do you build an audience that sticks that eventually buys from you and is super loyal? Cause I think that's a, that's a ninja skill of yours. So um, it's a lot easier. Let's just get out of the, um, what I usually do is in real estate. Let's get out of this, do Bed Bath & Beyond. It'll be very simple because everyone can relate to this. So if you guys are listening to the podcast, go home. Uh, if you're a dude and open the kitchen drawer, if you don't know you have these, you do have them. And if you're a woman, you already know you have these 20% off coupons. So whether you're Bed Bath & Beyond, Bye Bye Baby or whatever, it's the same marketing plan. The question is, is they're using direct mail in a digital world? Why? Well, because it's physical, they're going to get a 100% receivership rate on it. That means even if I throw the coupon in the trash, I still have to physically engage with it, which is really powerful for branding. As a matter of fact, because I get the coupon, I don't cheat on them with any other 
Bed, Bath & Beyond stores because I don't even know of any because they've branded me so well. So when I'm thinking of buying a towel or a bath thing, which is very rare uh, for me, but uh, uh, what do I think of first, right? The one who gets there first always wins the battle, but direct mail is only one channel. Okay. They're also emailing me the same damn coupons a couple times a month. And when I get to the Bed, Bath & Beyond checkout counter, I always scan myself for the coupons because I forgot the direct mail piece at home. And if you're listening, it's 20% off per item, not per order. All right. So what do you do? You scan your coupon right there and then you go boom, 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 boom. Cause they're also farming me through email. And then when I leave the store, they say, Hey, would you like me to get your receipt emailed to you? And the second they do, you know, this, that you go right into a custom audience through Zapier, whatever it is. And then you get filtered and now towels are following you around all over the damn internet. Yep. Well, they're everywhere all the time, direct mail, email, social media, direct mail, email, social media. When you're just consistent amongst the three, you attract in every business. It doesn't matter the business. So the key is, is who do you put your content in front of? And it's not about putting in front of 30 million freaking people. It's about putting them in front of, depending on your business, the core audience that are responsible for your referral business. Hmm. People uh, specifically in real estate or lending or even small local businesses, a lot of these businesses are referral based. So if I stop talking to my friends, Daniel, um, every other week, and I don't talk to them for three or four months. Do they always, uh, do they forget to ask me to go out to drink with them? Right, right, right. But what if I show up and I'm always talking about work? Would they still stop asking me to come out to drink with them? That's why we create content. Right. So we have to have an excuse to stay in front of people. And it doesn't always have to involve selling, but it does have to involve creating value in some way, shape, or form. Bad Bath and Beyond does it in 20% off coupons. I don't, I, I, you said something and I think it's important to point it out. You, you mentioned there's a difference between marketing and advertising. Um, and I want, I'm curious, like what of my budget, let's say I have a thousand dollars a month or $2,000 a month to spend on brand and marketing. How much am I spending on, on that branding, on that content creation versus, you know, Google paid per click or, you know, like the direct sales, ads that, that we put out there. It's, it's going to change per industry. You got to look back and see where, where your business generally comes from. So I could speak on the real estate industry and yep. um, mortgages. It's all the same. So if you really do the stats of where people transact, it's nearly 80% of business comes from people, you know, you use in the past or you personally meet or run into. So that's 80% is warm. So right off the bat, if I'm looking at where my business is coming from, I'm putting 80% of my budget into my warm period, because people don't refer or visit places they don't have any experience with and no one's talked about. Yeah. Yep. So, That's a big deal because every small business is like that, regardless of industry. If you're a plumber, it's, you know, you, you're basically getting your customers from other people who either correct. know you or you've done work with them in the past. So there's Dude, just, that's just how it is. So imagine, let's take the plumber example. So you got yeah. Larry, the plumber. Okay. If Larry the plumber had a, a show called Crack Den or something like that, that would be funny. I would watch it. Here, I'll give you another one. I have a junk guy. This guy's a junk guy. Okay. Uh, we created a show for him where he just blows up junk. Hmm. He's a junk guy. He just needs attention. How many junk guy? Who's going to get the call? The junk guy blowing shit up, having fun, or the junk guy that's driving a white van that looks like a child molester? Right, right. Totally. You know what I mean, so it's like people will connect with brand. I could tell you that the crazier my videos get, the more business we get. 
And the reason for that is because the more views and the more attention I get and a percentage of that attention is going to transact in any business. What's the craziest thing you've ever done since we're talking about, we're going to dive into like what video should look like and what you should do in terms of branding, but what's the craziest example you could share with the audience? Um, I don't, we've done a lot. Um, I like the Bradley, the Doodley Cooper one. Uh, we remade that Bradley Cooper song and I dressed up like, uh, um, what the hell is her name? Bradley wow. Cooper, the, the late lady Gaga, lady Gaga. Yeah. Lady Duda and Bradley Doodley was the name of that video. Uh, we're doing a dude lander video right now in a couple of weeks, which okay. is going to be a, what's um, a dude lander. It's like it's taking off the Zoolander movie. So two real estate agents showing a house, but they're going to have a show off instead of a dance off. Um, <laughs> so just like stupid shit like that, like people will respond to it because it's entertaining, but I'm not creating content for myself. I'm creating it for our audience. Yeah. And I have to stay in front of them because every time I create something that generates attention, they go to my site and it allows me to start retargeting them to sell them. Yeah. I'm only starting the conversation through content. I have this uh, real estate guy in my neighborhood and he reminds me of like an attorney or a CPA, like a combination, like an attorney and a CPA got married and had this guy as a baby. And like, he's so like, his shirts are perfectly pressed and like, he's always, hello, Daniel, it's very good to see you again. How have you been? You know, and like, he's that perfect dude. How do you tell that guy that he needs to dress up like Lady Gaga? for his brand. Well, you can't, there's, everybody has a content strategy and that's going to be unique. That's the best thing about building your personal brand is that God only made one of you and there's no one else in the world like you. Therefore there's something unique about it. And the sooner you figure that out, the more attractive you become. So I'll give you an example. Um, there's a guy we did this week, mortgage broker in Fort Collins. Um, I get this dude on the, on the phone. We do zoom call like this. He's got a beard like this hat camouflage. He's a dude's guy. Like this is an outdoor ruggedsman guy. And I go, I go, what's your Instagram handle? He goes, well, it's the bearded lender. I'm like, I freaking love that. So we have to create a show for him. So he's a lender. So we came up, we came up with a show and we created beard budget. Beard budget is all about the cost of living and budgets around Fort Collins. He saw, he focuses on first time buyers. So he's got a content strategy It'll keep them on top of mind and all beard budgets going to be focused on our brewery tours, restaurants, good deals. You know, it doesn't matter what you talk about because when you're creating content, as long as it reminds your network or your audience that you're there and what you do for a living, it always works. That's super cool. All right. So how, I mean, you just explained the process that you went through with this lender talk, like make it simple for somebody. Like, how do you discover what your voice is, who your audience is, how to, how to engage with them and what your show should be? Like, what's the process? Well, it's usually a spinning image of the last 10 people you sold something to. If you look back, if you're in a referral based business, here's what happened to me. So I was always in uh, you know, I started out when I was 22 years old and I did the whole suit thing and I'm like, dude, this sucks. I'm not like, it just didn't fit my personality. Um, but when I finally, I rebranded three times, I finally left Chicago. I was Chicago real estate dude. And when I rebranded, that was 2014 and people are like, you're nuts, dude, you're going to lose a lot of business. Like people aren't going to sell real estate with a cartoon image, um, or dude. And I'm like, okay, well, let's find out what ended up happening was, is that, um, I just attracted other dudes and dudettes. That's all that happened. Um, it made it a lot, um, easier for me to be remembered because I was just being more natural on myself. So that's really when I learned lesson on authenticity. People are more 
people would rather see the real you, which is why reality television is so popular, than see the fake image you. And today people can see through the BS a mile away. Um, and remember, like these people are going to hire you anyways. So you have to become more marketable. Like me personally, I personally hire other dudes or dudettes. Right. That's just how I roll. That's who I hang out with. So right. if I see someone that talks like me, works like me, I actually believe I'll turn off more people. That's great because I'm attracting my de- my ideal audience. And when you try to be the jack all trades, you're the master of none. You can't um, do that. You're not supposed to resonate with everybody. Right. It's okay to turn somebody off. Like I'm going to. I'm. I swear. I don't. I, I don't get along with half of our audience. But guess yeah. what? I wouldn't get along with them anyways. Right. Right. You're, and because you're not of that, worried about that, you're not worried about that. That doesn't affect you. No. And that's how you have to do it in any business though, because if you have to unapologetically be you, the biggest challenge for people is when they have an individual business yeah. and they're, they're like, Oh, I'm an agent or I'm a lender or I'm an attorney or I'm a chiropractor. And it's because it's the individual. It's hard for people to distinguish that they have a personal brand because like, I'm just me, man. I have a kid, I have a family. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then when you get someone out of their shell, you're like, all right, dude, well, what if you just started a bakery? Wouldn't you be screaming the name of that bakery from the damn rooftops every single day? And they'd say, well, yeah, I'm like, well, in your business, you are the brand. People aren't buying anyone else, but you. So you have to scream your name every single day. That's why I like creating a content strategy because it allows them to do that without um, being a salesperson, which is what nobody wants. So let's break down that strategy. I'm curious if you're looking at a 30 to 60 day calendar, what exactly is the rhythm? Like in your world, if somebody was nailing this brand thing, nailing the video thing, you know, what's that rhythm over 30, 60 days? It's all depends on your budget. So I have people that'll do one video a month. I have people that do four, I have people that'll do six. Um, it doesn't matter. It's about being consistent. So let's just say someone's on a budget and like, Hey, I'm only could do one video a month right now. Great. I would just advertise that one video for 29 days every time and do that times 12. Got it. If I was doing two videos a month and I would say, okay, great. Are two videos going to be better than one? Of course it's more content. Then I would advertise each video 14 days. Okay. Forget about budget. Forget about budget. I want your best, like money doesn't matter. I want your mic brain, your branding brain, your video brain on this thing. And I want to hit what's social, what's retargeting, what kind of email should we do physical stuff? Like give us a 30, 60 day, the perfect plan. It's, it's so simple. One direct mail piece a month to your past customers and database, two video emails per month, not talking about your business. And two videos a month are also being promoted to every social channel per month and just doing it consistently. So always hit all your remarketing audiences, your farm audiences, and then your um, past customers and current clients. That's it. Rinse and repeat. It's not an annual campaign. That's where people get so, oh, it's so overwhelming. No, it's a monthly times 12. That's a lot more easier to do. And you don't need to do more than two videos a month if we're just working on building a brand with video at least. If you tell me I want to blow up your YouTube channel, then you have to go to one a week most likely. But it depends on your strategy, right? Different strategies, different strokes for different folks. It's not more content, it's more impact. That is the answer. Because what if I had one video I did every quarter that went viral? That'd probably do better than four videos a month. Yep. So that's interesting. I love the audience thing. I like doing the consistency. How do you make a video that goes viral? How do you 
like, what's the formula for that? Every time I ask somebody, they're like, oh, Daniel, I don't know. And it's not something I can share. You know, it's like nobody really like I haven't found the methodology yet around it, but I'm curious. It really isn't. It's comedy. There's nothing I've ever seen gone viral that unless it's like a picture of like two little kids hugging and some super cute or brand new kitten cat. But like for commercial purposes, it's got to be funny, period. Think of poop. Think of poopery. Think of Dollar Shave Club. Any viral video uh, like the Harmon Brothers create so many good videos, but it has to be crazy funny and it go off the wall. That's entertainment is the name of the game and it shouldn't have anything to do with your business. And what about celebrity people or influencers or buying your way to that space or any of that? Great. Like, that's all brand. That's like call outs. That's awesome. It's, it's still brand, right? That's still brand. It's still not lead gen. Okay. Um, I might get a couple demos for being on this podcast, right? Some people yep. might visit my website and I'm going to retarget you like crazy until you call me. And then we might start doing business. That's just how this works. Daniel's on my podcast and same thing happened, right? So um, it's always about sharing your message with other people who have the same audience. Um, and just it's, but again, this is content. So I'm getting at this is content creation right here in the background. Yeah. I'm doing stories. There's content creation. Yeah. So, right. Okay. So it's like everything is content that we do. And as long as you do it consistently, it's very hard to be forgotten about. There you go. What are some of the things, what are some of the mistakes and pitfalls that people screw this up in that you look at and you're like, gee, mini Christmas, they need to hire me because they're doing this wrong. Sure. Um, You think you're way more important than you are. No one cares about you. Um, So like no one cares like if your hair is not perfect, that's just in your head. Um, You're not that cool. Yeah. You're not that cool. Is not rule number one. Uh, but rule number two would be don't do it unless you're gonna do it consistently. It's it's a long game. Sometimes you see results right away, but you, if you commit to it, just like you have to your podcast and your business, like when you started and I started, did I give up? No. Was the first two years very fun? No. But um, you kept going. That's how it is building a brand. Hmm. And content creation is how you do it. And when you have a brand, you're not chasing business. Business is coming to you. Yep. When you when you think about like obviously comedy gets viral and I like that. Uh, but number two, like the content, how do you choose what content to put out? It's all based on the individual. Um, you know, like if you're, I'm a dude, I'm going to do very duty stuff. So if I was doing a community base, I'm doing breweries, mm-hmm. I'm doing beaches. That's what would fit my brand. But if I was a veteran or say I catered to the veteran community, I'd focus on at least in the real estate, the top three neighborhoods near base business owners that are veteran owned, right? There's a million ways to, it's never the scripts of what to create. The challenge everyone has is which is the right content strategy for me. Hmm. Well, dude, this has been really good. I, I feel like we've extracted all of your best stuff in like 10 minutes. Like this is, (laughs) this is, this is nuts. Um, Okay. So what would you like to wrap us up with? Like, what's the one thing, where could somebody find you? And then sure. what's that one piece of advice uh, that, that we should reiterate or kind of punctuate? So, yeah, I mean, the, the whole purpose of creating content is to build a brand. The whole purpose of building a brand um, is so that you have a sustainable business of something you actually own and control. 
So for example, if you're reliant on lead generation for your business, you're a house of cards waiting to fail without a brand. It only takes one little change in the market, one little change in your industry. You can look at what's happening in LA with the shutdown there. All these restaurants are going to go out of business. Um, all of this stuff, one little outside factor that you don't control can put you out of business. The only time you can control that regardless of outside circumstances is your brand. And if you start creating content, you have to do it consistently in whatever form it is. As long as you create content consistently over time, that creates attention, which creates conversation, which creates engagement, which creates getting you hired eventually. That's the formula and that's it. Well, and what I like about that is you're, you're saying brand can be the stopgap if there is a shift in the market, like what we just had with COVID, or if a competitor comes in and tries to buy away all the marketing, you know, budget that you spend. So brand is that, is that, I don't know, safety belt for a business owner. hundred percent. It's all they're buying. Like look in the real estate industry, you could trip over an agent in any single market. The only thing they're hired on is brand. It's a comfort level that person has with the individual. Look at all the restaurants. It's all brand. It's the experience and the ambience of the restaurant. Look at any, um, every business is brand because there's no shortage of other competitors out there. It's just, what's the difference between them and you? And think about your own buying habits. You're attracted towards things that you more relate to, which is brand. That's be what, when you're big, when you're building a really big brand, is this harder? Is this harder when you have employees and it's like, what, what does that look like? No, I mean, you could take your employees and make them part of your ambassadors. That's when you start really scaling. Um, all the people in our office are dudes and dudettes. So we build our brand and explore it throughout them. And they like being a dude to do that. And they're positioned as a dude to do that um, because we understand what our brand is and stand for. And people either like it or they don't. And it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. And they just help you build audience. All right, Mike. Yes. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you. Where would somebody find you if they wanted to kind of engage with you and start building some video and audience? Sure. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you. You guys could uh, visit me at realestatemarketingdude.com. Um, if you want to see some of our videos, you could also do it on our YouTube channel and just look at a uh, real estate marketing dude. You could subscribe to that if you want to see all the videos that come out, but that's my website, realestatemarketingdude.com. You'll see a ton of content, podcasts, lots of blogs. Um, if you want to check out more. There you go, Mike. Thanks for being here. And if you're listening right now and you want to move forward and find out more information, you can click below for direct links to his website and information. And if you need help, you can be like Mike and hire a bunch of virtual assistants to get all of the busy work done for your business and your brand. I'm Daniel Ramsey. Appreciate you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you. Thank you.